My name is Aya. I guess the artist for these Belgian Belgians. because it's a flash basis we don't have to wait too long we'll just go ahead and start um so my name is Aya I'm one of the artists well I'm I guess the artist for the skeleton crew so thank you guys uh, for joining um today we're just doing a flash spaces so I think a lot of twitter spaces tend to drag for really long we're going to try to keep this one short and sweet about 15 to 20 minutes maybe even less um, and the goal here is that we're going to introduce one of our independent artists and have them talk about their work, their process, um, maybe something interesting about why or how they're making their stuff. Um, we're going to do our best to pick people who are really interesting and you can actually get something out of it. And today's pr um, project slash artist that we're featuring is Autonomous Scoop Shop. And we actually just dropped, airdropped 500 uh, Halloween themed autonomous scoop shops um, to all to our skull holders this morning. So that's really exciting. I think everyone was super stoked to get great 3D art. I think it's the first 3D artist we've ever featured. Um, so that was really rad. I think it would be awesome if Penny, if you want to introduce yourself and talk a little bit about what the project's about. Yeah, sure. Uh, first, thanks for doing this. This is awesome. Um, so my screen name's uh, Penny Dude. I'm just gonna go with Penny. Um, so the project basically is a whole bunch of ice creams, <laughs> as some of you may have noticed. Um, it was kind of inspired by like the Cold Stone craze of the early 2000s. I was in, I don't know, junior high probably at the time, um, and kind of just noticed that all of my friends had really super specific orders when they went out for ice cream. You know, they like chocolate ice cream with like Oreos and M&Ms mixed in, in like a double cone or something, some crazy thing, um, really specific and really personal. And I just kind of saw this parallel between that and like PFPs, essentially. Um, they're both personalized. And so each one of these is fully unique. It's its own ice cream. Um, so I'm the artist for this project. I'm actually also the dev for this project, which is interesting. I'm kind of like a, um, one man NFT band, basically. <laughs> um, I went to college for computer science and then went back to grad school for art um, and have kind of been like freelancing web dev and 3D art for the past eight years. So basically this is like my, I don't know, NFTs are like the thing that I've found that seem to use all of my skills the best. So that's what I'm doing here. Yeah, I think that was one of the most compelling things about your project to me actually was that you are the artist and the dev. I think a lot of times, you know, at the Skeleton Crew, we talk a lot about how we don't want art to be outsourced and mm -hmm. you are the epitome of not outsourcing art. Um, I think it's incredible. I, I'd actually love to have you talk a little bit about your process because I think a lot of the PFPs in the NFT space have been 2D art, which is mm -hmm. illustrate, you know, illustration, which is what I do. Um, but 3D art is a totally different field. And I just would love to hear about like, what are you making this on? How, like, like, is there some sort of like basic, like how, how does it look so melty? The ice cream? Right. It, look, it looks so realistic, right? Could you talk a little bit about that? Yeah, for sure. Um, so process wise, um, our modeling is done in Blender. Um, 
and all of our texturing is either also done in Blender or um, comes from like photo scans from real world objects. So we're basically taking the textures of, you know, an actual picture of some ice cream and basically layering it over the top to make it look more realistic. Um, it's all rendered in Unreal Engine 5, which is very cool. Um, I started playing around with it last year and just got super into it. It's the thing that powers like Fortnite and Valorant and PUBG and also did all the backgrounds for The Mandalorian. Um, I don't know how they made it so good, but it's an amazing program. Um, if anybody out there is into 3D art and wants to check it out. Um, basically what it lets us do is render photorealistic things really, really quickly, um, which lets us iterate really fast. Uh, so like previously, the way that I was rendering things, um, they would take somewhere between a minute to like five minutes to like 30 minutes to render one image. And Unreal can render the same thing in like a second or two. Um, yeah, so basically it just lets me make changes and see what those changes do in real time, essentially. That's and amazing. so, yeah, if I, if I have an ice cream scoop on the screen, um, I can paint on the melty parts in a texture and it'll make those like shinier and kind of see through we or um, I can kind of go back and forth and just like real time, you know, That's make amazing. things that look cool. Yeah. Yeah. I <laughs> it's think, fun. I think one thing people don't understand about 3d art is that it's not just like, Hey, I made a shape in 3d. Now it looks like something, mm -hmm. but you know, each piece has its own like, not just like color, but like it's kind of translucent. It kind of is reflective. It's bouncing light off of different places. Um, right. It's rough or it's smooth or it's made of metal or it's made of plastic. There are exactly. all these like different attributes to things basically. Um, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd love to also, I saw on your website that you were talking about donating to ICAF. Um, mm -hmm. I'd love to kind of talk about, have you talk about like, what is that and like, how does that work? Yeah, so ICF is the International Child Art Foundation. Um, and when I first started this project, it was a goal of mine to sort of give back to the arts because art and creativity are very important to me. And I was kind of looking around to see what a good, a good organization would be. Um, this is the best one that I found. It's actually the largest uh, art program in the world for school children, which is super cool. Um, and every year they do a, like a, they call it the World Children's Festival, where they do a, like a big art exhibit of um, kids' art from around the world on the National Mall in D.C. That's so cool. And, and how did you kind of, like, what's, what's your passion about this? Is it because you see the art side or is it the kids' side? Like, what, what kind of really drew you to this particular charity? Um, I mean, for me, like, it was driven by art. Um, they say on their site something which I didn't realize, which I think is important to know. Um, apparently kids, when they're super young, are like, you know, very wild and creative and sort of go off and do their own thing without any inhibitions, as I'm sure anybody who's like hung out with <laughs> young kids will be able to tell you. Um, right around the time that like fourth grade hits, they go through the um, they call it the fourth grade slump, where basically um, you start to become like more conforming and less creative and more self-conscious. And so the, the idea that ICAF has is to um, 
kind of go out into communities and work with kids to try to get through that and like foster creativity and keep that spark essentially alive. Because um, if you don't do that after fourth grade, apparently, uh, that can become kind of a permanent thing through adulthood where like your creativity is gone and you are, uh, I don't know, you've just kind of like <laughs> given up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, sort of. Yeah, that's amazing that, you know, they can actually track that and that there's people who are investing in kind of the new generation of artists. I think when we talk about up and coming artists, often we mean like cool kids and they're like late teens, early 20s. Mm -hmm. um, but I think there's like, you're thinking even further than that, right? There's like a generation of artists who are like literally children right now. And we're here to, you know, ICAF is here to encourage creativity at that level, you know? Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, art and creativity, I think, is just as important as anything else in society. And it kind of gets a short stick a lot of the time. And um, I'm like kind of doing my part to fight against that, I guess. <laughs> yeah, so I guess Autonomous Scoop Shop is giving how many percentage to ICAF? So it's 10% plus 10% of all future royalties as well. Oh, wow. That's incredible. That's really awesome. It's really cool that it's kind of tied back to like the playfulness of ice cream, right? Like ice cream being like a childhood nostalgia snack. Sure. And also something with kids. I think that's really great. Um, is there anything you could kind of talk to the people who are listening about like what, where you kind of see um, autonomous scoop shop going? So for example, um, I think a lot of people are like, great, I get an NFT. Like what else can I get? So I, I, I saw on your site that you were talking about prints and banners. Like I'd love to have a little bit, more context there yeah so we are doing twitter banners um or cover images it's that like 1500 by 500 uh, pixel thing that sits at the top of your profile page on twitter um ours are going to be 3000 by 1000 because i thought that was too small <laughs> um but basically for each scoop that we're rendering the square image the actual nft we're also rendering a big rectangle with your scoop facing the other direction on the same background um, and so that'll be like a unique thing that you can, we'll have a site, you can go put in your scoop ID and download that. You can do whatever you want with it. Um, we also want to offer prints. Um, so I have for years been using a uh, print shop based in the US here. Um, they do really, really good work and they actually do uh, prints directly on aluminum sheets, which I think is super cool. Uh, it's a process called dye sublimation. Um, they use it for t-shirts sometimes too, but basically you, um, the idea is you would end up with like a one foot square piece of aluminum with your scoop printed on it at like, you know, super crisp, glossy, high res detail. Um, and you can just hang that on your wall and have art forever. Amazing. So there'll be something kind of one improved because of the 3dness of your art, right? Because for example, I couldn't draw like every single person a exclusive Twitter banner because it would require like hand drawing like a different direction. But with 3D, right. you can literally just turn it 30 degrees or 60 degrees in a certain direction and, and render something different and unique for every person in addition yeah, exactly. to their, on top of their scoop shop NFT. And then you're also doing these, the dye sub sublimation print. So then people have something physical in their house to kind of match their minted NFT. Right. right. Yeah. Um, I still kind of have to figure out 
pricing of those, I don't think we're in a position, unfortunately, we we can like give them away. Um, but it's something that we would, you know, sell basically at cost. That's amazing. I mean, that makes sense too, because right. It would be tough to say like who gets it, the minter or the holder. And so it kind of makes sense to be like, Hey, if you're holding this now, like let's say it's changed hands three times mm-hmm. and you're the new owner, you should still be able to purchase a print. Like that would really suck if you were like, well, the print went to the first guy and you'll never get this. Again. <laughs> totally. Totally. Yeah. So that's awesome. All right, so that was exactly 14 minutes. I guess mine is our first two minutes in the front um, of our little flash Twitter spaces. Before we go, do, is there anything you kind of want to tell people to do or go to um, while we have them here? Like, after yeah. this Twitter spaces ended, ends, where should they go? What should they do? Well, if you're interested in the project, you can follow us on Twitter. Our handle is at ScoopShopNFT. Um, we also have a website. It's ScoopShop.io. Um, and both of those will link to our Discord as well. Okay, awesome. So yeah, check out their Twitter, check out their Discord. I think um, congrats again to everyone who received an autonomous scoop shop per, um, NFT today airdropped because that's awesome. And I think it's just a fantastic way for our community to get exposure and you know to your project before it even launches. And when is the launch date and mint price for this? So mint price is going to be one soul you know, barring crazy price movement and the sole USD <laughs> price. We'll keep an eye on that and modulate it accordingly. Um, mint date, we still haven't announced yet. Um, still a little bit up in the air. We are targeting definitely October, though, at some point. Awesome. Very spooky. All right. Yeah. Um, I think... We're going to call it a day with this one. Um, I think this is great that we could do this in a really quick sort of way, and you got to talk about your process. Um, If people have any questions, I highly recommend you guys direct them to Twitter. Since this is more or less a one-man show, you're going to hear back from him, from Penny, directly. Um, Or in the Discord, he'll be there. I've gone in the Discord and... He's very active there. So I don't want to. Uh, I don't want to ignore our community manager, Crispy, either. He's also oh, yes. on the team. That's right. There's one community manager who's doing a fantastic job of rallying the community. Um, but Penny will be there if you want to talk directly to the artist and dev. A fantastic way to kind of direct um, attentions, uh, your your questions and attention to. Um, with that, I think we can call this space to close. Perfect. Thanks again for hosting. I really appreciate this. Thanks for having us. Thanks, everyone, for joining. We'll do this again later. Bye.